The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Two weeks into the NFL season, nine teams remain undefeated. Nine teams are still searching for their first win. Who is about to turn their fortunes around? Who will continue the trend on the quest to appear in Las Vegas, Nevada this February and Super Bowl 58? Welcome along to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves, turning the page onto week three in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Yes, welcome along to the show. If you are new to the podcast, where have you been? Two weeks into the season, it is never too late to get involved. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, great to have you back on board. Uh, It's simple. Each week, we look at the slate of games on offer, pick three of them and then dissect those matchups, compare them to the lines being offered by the odds makers and try and wrong foot them wherever possible. Last week, of the three games we picked, we were defeated by just one point in the Buffalo Bills-Las Vegas Raiders game. The New York Giants, well, I don't know what to say about that. They did get the win in the end, but uh, they turned the form buck upside down in the process. The Kansas City Chiefs delivered for us, though. Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl champions, back to winning ways, covering the line as well in the process, and they have a 500 record going into week three. Speaking of which, of the three games that we've selected from this week's slate, we're going to dive right into it. We're going to go straight in to the red-hot Dallas Cowboys on the road this week against the Arizona Cardinals. 11.5-point favourite, the Dallas Cowboys going into this one. And that may be the biggest line we take all year on this podcast. The Cowboys, big favourites with the odds makers. Big favourites with the show as well. I don't think they lose. I think they cover this line, even at 11.5 points. Through two weeks, Dallas have outscored their opponents, get this, 70 points to 10. They have a defence which has led the league in takeaways through the last two years. They've picked up exactly where they left off last season. They are leading the league through two weeks in takeovers. 
They are plus seven in turnover differential. They've got five interceptions, two fumble recoveries. Uh, One of those interceptions, of course, in week one against the New York Giants was taken back for a touchdown as well. Then there's the difference maker, the game wrecker, if you like, that is number 11, Micah Parsons. Already three sacks to his name this year. Right now, he is nigh on unblockable. And his standard of play is so high, he may very well be the best player in the NFL through two weeks. In fact, I heard Sean Merriman on Good Morning Football this week suggest that he may even well be named the National Football League's MVP come the end of this season if he continues on that upward trajectory with which he started this campaign. The New York Giants in week one tried to block him. In fact, they put three players on him in one play. They couldn't get it done. Um, Last week, we saw the New York Jets double-team him. Not only did he defeat, defeat that double team, he got into the backfield, chased down running back Dalvin Cook, tackled him short of uh, the gain line, and then just ripped the ball out of his grasp. And But for video replay official, that would have gone back for a fumble recovery touchdown as well. This guy is phenomenal. He's only in his third year. Remember, he came into the NFL, drafted as a linebacker. He is now unquestionably an edge rusher. His statistics, well, they they bear comparison with anybody you like to name in the National Football League over the same uh, period of time uh, playing in the NFL. Now, put this defense on a field with Micah Parsons playing at this level against a team which is currently in a rebuilding mode that is quarterbacked by somebody that only signed and joined the team four weeks ago. The Dallas Cowboys, folks, they are going to feast this weekend on this Arizona Cardinals offense. Um, we haven't even mentioned Dallas's own offense to, to this point, uh, a unit which con- uh, which features playmakers of the likes of C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard, uh, Brandon Cooks, Dak Prescott at, at quarterback. And frankly, it's a unit which, to this point, I don't think has had to get out of second gear this season, such is the, the high standards which the defensive side of the ball has played. Um, sometimes you, you look at matchups and forget statistics. The eyeball test is all you need. And you look at the Arizona Cardinals. They shipped 24 unanswered points to the New York Giants late in the game last week. Now, the Giants aren't setting anybody's um, score sheet alight. And yet they were able to score three touchdowns and a field goal to, to walk off 31-28 winners in a game in which they trailed by 21 points midway through the third quarter. Um the Giants aren't in the same league, folks, as the Dallas Cowboys right now. And while I would expect the Cardinals on home soil to show some fight early on, if the Cowboys get their noses in front early and force the Arizona Cardinals into passing down situations, look out. This Cowboys front is going to pin its ears back. It's going to get after Josh Dobbs. They will force takeaways and the Cowboys are going to put points on the board. You, you forget against the Jets for they had over 40 minutes time of possession in their favor last weekend. And on a number of occasions, they got to the red zone and settled for a field goal um, rather than putting it in the end zone for a touchdown and still won that game by 20 points. It, an 11 and a half point spread isn't enough um, for, for the Arizona Cardinals in this. Take the Dallas Cowboys to cover that. Take the Dallas Cowboys to win by over 11 and a half points. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves.
Our next matchup is an AFC East affair. The New England Patriots traveling to the New York Jets. The early line on this game has the New England Patriots going there as two and a half point favorites. And this is despite being winless so far this season. Now, last week, all week long, all we heard about with the Jets going down to Dallas without Aaron Rodgers, obviously injured in their, their season opener against the Buffalo Bills. But all the talk was this Jets defense needs to play well if they're to go to, go into Dallas and win. And that, that talk, that hype around the Jets defense had some people believing it was possible. Now, look, the Jets defense did OK, but they weren't taking the ball away from Dallas last Sunday. Uh, while they limited the, the number of touchdowns the Cowboys scored and kept them to, to field goals, the point was that the Cowboys kept the scoreboard ticking over with another three points and another three points and another three points. Look, coming into this season, the New York Jets defensive front was being talked about as one of those elite units. Well, they now need to start playing like that if the New York Jets are to get to where they want to be at the end of this season. Nobody's pretending that Zach Wilson is Aaron Rodgers, but I will tell you this much. He is capable of making plays, especially if this defense keeps the Jets in the game. We saw that last week against the Cowboys. One play, 70-plus yards, touchdown to, to Garrett Wilson. He can do it. He has got the raw natural talent, but this defense needs to carry this team. They had a chance last weekend in Dallas. Second quarter, they were down by three points, trailing the Cowboys 10-7. Prescott makes a rare errant throw in the game. Sauce Gardner, one of the best cornerbacks in the game, has the ball right there in his hands. He jumps the route. It's a pick six. There's open grass in front of him. He drops the ball. If he makes that interception, takes it back the other way, the Jets are suddenly up 14-10. Different ball game. Didn't happen. It has to happen if the Jets are to win games without Aaron Rodgers, at quarterback for them this season. Now, we've already mentioned that it's a division rival that they're up against this week. The New England Patriots head to MetLife Stadium, struggling 0-2, two straight home defeats on home soil uh, so far through the opening two weeks of this season and appear to be struggling a little bit to find their identity. Those two defeats came against the Philadelphia Eagles and the Miami Dolphins. If they were to fall to 0-3 this weekend and lose to a Jets team without Aaron Rodgers in the side, That'll more than lend weight to a few early calls we've heard for change up there in Foxborough. This week, we've heard Matt Jones, their quarterback, talk about having to work harder, having to study more film. Well, make no mistake, the Jets will have studied film themselves this week, and they'll have noticed the number of turnovers the, the New England Patriots have committed through the first two weeks of the season, and they'll be looking to take advantage and grab some of their own. I wouldn't expect this game to, to be particularly high scoring. We've already talked about the offensive issues the New York Jets um, have going into it. But both teams, I think, will be keen to try and establish the run, take the pressure off their, their quarterbacks. The, the bottom line is this. The longer this game remains close on the scoreboard, the better the Jets' chances are, in my opinion. They go into this matchup as two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Not only do I expect them to cover that spread, I expect them to flat out win this game and go to 2-1 and one themselves while condemning the Patriots to an 0-3 start to the season. Take the New York Jets at plus 2.5. 
Next, we come to a new segment for this season on the show, Graves' Big Question. You'll recall last weekend, I wanted to know from you out there, who do you think is the real deal and who is flattering to deceive after the first week of results in the NFL? We got some good answers on our social media outlets, so on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter as well. Uh, here is a selection for you on LinkedIn. We really are stretching uh, to un- uncharted territory here on the Graves on Gridiron podcast. Scott got in touch saying, I think the Dallas Cowboys are, are, are the real deal. They could easily match up against the Eagles in the NFC now. Um, he also wants respect to be put on the Detroit Lions, believing that they've got a real chance of making a deep run into the playoffs. Well, of course, they had a chance to go 2-0 last week. Couldn't get the job done against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, who's flattering to deceive? He says the Green Bay Packers, having already got running back Aaron Jones banged up. Uh, Love is in his first year starting at quarterback, and he thinks we'll be found out by defences. Elsewhere, we heard from Chris, who isn't backing the Washington Commanders, despite their 2-0 start, saying that uh, it's great to be 2-0, but uh, look who we've beaten. Well, you took down the, uh, the Denver Broncos last weekend, the Arizona Cardinals in week one. The Buffalo Bills are heading to Washington this week. That could be an interesting matchup. Um, also, Paul saying the Bills are the real deal and looks that way with Josh Allen seeing the real Josh Allen in the win over the Raiders uh, last weekend. OK, to week three's Graves' big question. Quite simple. All the talk about Micah Parsons and the heights he's been uh, hitting so far this season. Looking ahead to the MVP race for the 2023 season through two weeks, who do you feel has been the NFL's MVP? Has it been Tua Tungabailoa? Has it been Tyreek Hill, both of the Miami Dolphins? What about Brock Purdy and Nick Bosa over at the San Francisco 49ers? Could Patrick Mahomes be about to show the form that would elevate him to MVP? Or could we see Micah Parsons through two weeks being argued about as the best defensive player in the NFL. Are we about to see a season when a defensive player gets named the NFL's MVP? I want to know your thoughts on Twitter, at Richard Graves One. On Facebook, the Graves on Gridiron podcast. Instagram, RDG Media UK. Get in touch. Let me know your thoughts on who through two weeks is the NFL's MVP. Graves on Gridiron. Now our third and final matchup ahead of the week three slate is Sunday night football. The Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Las Vegas, Nevada to take on the Raiders. The opening line for this game has the Raiders as two and a half point favorites. Both teams going into this game with a one and one record. Um, Like we spoke about with the Patriots-Jets game, don't expect it to be a high scoring affair. Uh, At this point, the Raiders through two games haven't scored more than 17 in either of those games. The Steelers' offense hasn't fared much better, quite frankly. Don't forget, of the 26 points that they racked up against the Browns on Monday Night Football, two of their touchdowns came from the defense. TJ Watt, following that game, scored his first uh, touchdown in the NFL, said the Steelers' defense wants to be a difference maker for this team. It wants to be the reason that Pittsburgh wins games. Well, you suspect they'll need to play a lot more like they did on Monday night and a lot less like they did on the opening Sunday of the season if that is to be the case. They gave up 30 points to the 49ers in week one. Um, They did better against the Cleveland Browns last week. On offense, 
There are now concerns. Second-year quarterback, Kenny Pickett, just hasn't quite looked the same player that finished last season. He has got to start playing a lot better than we've seen through the first two games. Najee Harris, he's got to be able to run the ball, an average of just 48 rushing yards for the team through the first two games. That's not going to get the job done in the NFL. Uh, For the Las Vegas Raiders, let's give credit where it's due. Week one, they went up to to Denver with all the hullabaloo surrounding Sean Payton and New Era. They silenced the Broncos week one on their home turf. Last weekend, they're on the receiving end of a Bills backlash in Buffalo. That can happen to anybody up there in Buffalo. Uh, I think newly acquired quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is a steadying steadying influence on the center for the Raiders. I think the fact that Devontae Adams has come through uh, the concussion protocol test this week and has been cleared of concussion is without doubt a positive heading into this game. But like the Steelers, they've got to try and find a way to ignite their rushing attack as well. Josh Jacobs just hasn't been the same guy uh, that ran all over um, defenses in the NFL last season through the first two weeks this time around. Uh, Vegas go into this game leading the series 14-11 against Pittsburgh and they've won two of their last three encounters against the Steelers as well. It is also a first home game of the year for the Raiders. Uh, Pittsburgh coming off a short week. They've got question marks hanging over the status of their star safety. Minka Fitzpatrick, who had checks on a chest injury, uh, picked up on Monday night in hospital. He was released. It remains to be seen whether he's good to go this weekend. The, The line laid out by the odds makers suggests they feel it's going to be a bit of a coin flip game. Uh, This one, history suggests it'll be close. Five of the last six meetings between these two have been decided by three points or less. The steadier hand at quarterback, I'd suggest, could be the difference maker going into this one. I like the Raiders to, to come out on top, win their first home game of the season, but I do think it'll be close. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers to cover the two and a half point uh, spread. Take the Steelers at plus 2.5. Okay, let's recap the three games we've selected ahead of week three, starting with the Dallas Cowboys heading into the desert to cover the 11.5 point spread against the Arizona Cardinals. Take Dallas at minus 11.5. Then New England go to the New York Jets. New England looking to avoid an 0-3 start. I don't think they do, and I think the New York Jets cover at plus 2.5. And then we round it off on Sunday night football. The Steelers heading to the Raiders. The Steelers are two and a half point uh, underdogs, rather. Take the Pittsburgh Steelers to cover that at plus 2.5. As always, folks, we remind you, remember, first and foremost, this is about having a bit of fun to accompany your enjoyment uh, each week in the NFL. Keep that in mind. You can catch up with me, interact, respond to Graves' big question on Twitter, at Richard Graves 1, on Facebook, Graves on Gridiron, equally RDG Media UK um, on Instagram. As always, it's been a blast breaking down these matchups heading into week three. Enjoy. I hope it goes well for your team and look forward to talking more about it and looking ahead to next week on Graves on Gridiron. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts and keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.